it's time for the breakdown. You know what I'm talking about. It's time for Ed. And it's time for Sean. It is time for, say it with me all, Geeksters. And welcome to episode 247, part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. And welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome to the program. What? What? So, yeah. So, uh, here is the breakdown of the show that Ed and I do every Sunday night starting around 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and TuneIn. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. So, here in part one, uh, we are joined once again with Stacy. Yes. She's always going to be there unless she decides not to come one day. <laughs> um <laughs> Then uh, we talk, uh, we catch each other up on each other's weeks. Yes. We give not one, not two, but three movie reviews. In the top five movies, yeah. That's right. It was a busy weekend movie watching wise. Eddie, you get something? No, it's uh, uh, you kind of, like you were getting ready to say something. Ed just punched the mic. He's oh, so angry. <laughs> He's just so excited to... <laughs> Let you guys listen to part one. <laughs> That's right. Uh, when we come back from part two, though, I do have a review of a show that I watched over the weekend. Okay. That I, I forgot to bring out on the show. So, bonus material. <laughs> yeah, <boy. laughs> Bunch of uh, weird noises. That was the point. They all had strokes. <laughs> <laughs> we also give you the releases of the week of movie and DVD, but movies and television, and also video games. That's right. It was a. Info-packed first hour. Yes. So sit back and relax, and we'll see you at the end, folks. And welcome to Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. And as always, it's the lovely Stacy. Hi. Hi. Hello. All right, so uh, let's get right into it. How was your weekend? Uh, pretty uneventful. Uh, I saw a few movies this week. so well, We uh, saw yeah, a couple uh, as well. Yeah, so uh, we're going to be uh, talking about movies, I guess. All right. Um, <clears throat> well, outside of the movies, what else did you do? Um... That's it. That's, that's, <laughs> that's pretty much it. There was the 4th of July holiday past weekend. This 4th of July was Tuesday for us in America. And it's a holiday representing the freedom of America from the British rule. Yeah, I think we it's, talked about that last week. Uh, yeah, oh, we did. Uh, was, are you recapping? Yes. You want to recap 247 years of... Uh, 241 years? <laughs> of, uh, <laughs> he remembered. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh. 1776, I remember like it was yesterday. <laughs> These guys got together, and they were in a room, and they created this piece of paper. Well, actually, there was a ghostwriter. He wrote it, and he's like, I'll write it by and sign the fucker. And then, <laughs> and then he's like, here it is. I ain't putting my name on this shit. And then, then this guy, the first guy to step up, his name was John, John Hancock, and he wrote his name really, really, really big, and everyone was like, what the fuck, dude? He's like, oh, I didn't know we were all going to sign it. <laughs> so so then, you know, he took up most of the space. So everyone else had to run around him. <laughs> and that's why Sean's name's not on the <laughs> Declaration of Ben Hancock. Because Hancock took too much of He space. took too much room. And I would have been like, have a great summer. <laughs> keep, keep KIT. Keep in touch. <laughs> It's been a it's been a rough couple of years, but we made it. Keep in touch. I'm going to Jersey. <laughs> and then there was fireworks, and then everyone had a good time. There you go. There you go. And nothing else happened since then. 
Uh, so did you do anything for the 4th? No, I saw a movie. <laughs> that was my 4th of July. You the, the, actually on the 4th of July? Yeah. Was, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. It was a good deal on tickets. It was half price. Oh, I couldn't okay. pass it up. Can't pass it up. I'm off on Tuesdays now, so I might be going to the movies by myself because she's got a job. At <laughs> 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 <Stupid>. J-O-B. Uh, <clears throat> um, so did you do anything specifically outside of the movies? Like, did you go to any barbecues? Cause that's what we do here. Whenever there's a holiday, us Americans eat. <laughs> yeah, I did go to a barbecue last Saturday. Um, I don't think it was really an honor of the fourth. It was just seeing some old friends. You know, gotcha. but I think we talked about that last week a little right. bit. You know, but it was nice to see them at all. So it was a fun time. It was her first fourth of July here in Philadelphia. That's right. Because she's normally from Texas. Because technically this is her one year anniversary show. Oh, not yet. Not yet. Yes, it is. 52 shows. This is number 52. Well, she, her, she moved up here on the July 11th. Yeah, July I know. July 11th. But you start that following week, and if you count the, if you count them all, oh, comes up to fifty-two, okay. 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 which is one you're year. Right. You're right. You're right. Stacy has you're a right. full year on the show That's now. That's right. Congratulations. Oh, this is the fifty-second show. Congratulations. <laughs> Let's hear what she said on the Gunner first. <laughs> <laughs> it was way different. I've, I've listened to those. Yeah, she did. She went through this whole time capsule thing. To go, I'm going to go back in time, listen to us, Bill, how it was on the show at the beginning. Yeah. How was it? Um. The first one that I listened to was not my first time on the show. It was Sean recapping my first weekend up here. Okay. <laughs> so it was him talking about how he didn't want to go poop in the room. That's right. <laughs> remember all that? Yes. So I got to relive that lovely moment. <laughs> um. Oh, my. How many years have changed. Now it's like, baby, I'm right back. I'm going to the shitter. <laughs> I'm like, stay gone because you fucking stink. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then the second one I listened to was my first time on the show, and it was kind of when you quizzed me about me and Sean and yeah. all of that. And it was really funny to hear the difference in how you and I talk because you were very um, – like didn't want to ask too many questions because you didn't know if you would insult me or whatever. Right. And now like when we talk – I mean I don't bite my tongue when I talk to you, so I don't know <laughs> what you do. I still do a little bit. There's still a little bit here and there. You haven't figured out that I'm 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 pretty open when it comes to. Being I know dead. you are, but that's the that's the thing I'm afraid of is the answer I'm going to get for oh, okay. the question. I that's, that's that's acceptable. The go crap. He's like, I don't want to ask that because she's really going to tell me the truth. <laughs> I don't know if I want the answer. Oh boy. <laughs> um. So uh, before we celebrated the Fourth of July the way any good Philadelphian would do, in the house watching fireworks and television. There you go. There you go. Because we ain't going downtown. Well. I asked him, I was like, okay, when you're not from Philly yeah. and, and you, everyone knows this is where the 4th of July was made, yes. right? Like this is the place it all started at, right? right? So when you're not from here, you're like, oh my God, I have to celebrate that in the city that started it all, right? Right. And I'm like, this is my first 4th of July here. So I'm like, okay, do I, do I really want to do that? So I'm asking him, I'm like, you know, where can we go? What can we do? He's like, Stacy, you can literally go anywhere and see something. Like, they're everywhere. Yeah. Now I'm from a small town. A really small town, especially in comparison to Philly. So it's like, we have, like, the city only funds, like, one fireworks show. Okay. You know what I mean? We don't have, like, a bunch of little townships doing, like, their own thing. Like, it's not... Everybody goes to the same place, it's the same show, that's it, right? So Sean's like, well, we can go, you know, to Center City to see the one at the art museum. We can go to Penn's Landing. We can go do all, go to all these different places. And I'm like, but there's people. 
Yes. It's like there's a lot of people, Stacey. There's a lot I'm not of people. good in g- huge crowds like that. Yeah. Which I didn't learn about myself until I moved to a very large city. <laughs> and I'm like, Mm-mm, I don't want that. So I was like, well, can we go to like a little baby township one? And he was like, yeah, but all those people are still going to be in that township one. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, I don't know. He's like, well, they showed on TV. Done. Sold. <laughs> I watched it on NBC, I think it was. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we watched it that way. Um, I have a little couple little gripes, though, about <laughs> watching it on television. Okay. I, I don't know. Like, I understand. First, it ran a little longer than normal, but then we realized because it, it rained down there. Mm-hmm. didn't rain where we were at. Like I was surprised. It didn't feel like it rained. I mean, I think I like sprinkled a little bit, <coughs> but y'all feel differently about rain than we do down south, anyways. So already, I'm like, well, that's not that big of a deal. The show must go on. A couple little trickles hit the ground up here, and y'all are like, nope, stop everything. Well, I mean, <laughs> there are people with electric guitars on stage. You don't want them to get electrocuted. I'm telling you, in the south, they had to kept going. <laughs> All right. and that's I've why played, y'all in, the, I've played in the rain. See, yeah, it's not something you want to do. <laughs> Right, Especially so. if you're not grounded properly. That's the thing. That's the key. And a lot of these places that we use, the venues we used to play, they're like, yeah, yeah, just hook up your amps. You'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> we got a tent. There's a covering. You'll be, you'll be okay. And then all of a sudden you feel the water and it's like, strumming those metal strings. And you're like, oh my God, this is a stupid idea. So, so it went a little longer than normal. But what bothered me was the fact that finally when the fireworks display did go off, it was over the art museum. Every I don't know who was running the cat who was running the show like the director of photography to go okay and camera two and camera one and camera three like it was like pick a fucking angle and stick with it like it just felt like you had everybody wanted to be like the next you know director of photography it's like well let's look for dramatic angles we'll have it like tilted a little bit yeah we'll have it real close you can't even see anything except the explosions and then oh look here's the back of a guy's head because it's live it's like yeah no, no, or, or fan reaction you're like i don't really fucking care what this yeah. guy who's staring up going wow not even that. Not, it's not even like that i need to see this guy on live television instagramming everything yeah like he's literally watching the fireworks through the lens of his phone yes not even watching the spectacle behind it i'm like that is that's the problem with most people is that they're just like I can just watch. I'll record it all and not really take in the moment. Well, it's the same. Like, I would go on vacation. I would videotape everything. I had a video cam, you right. know, any cam, and I would videotape and everything. And I'm like, and she'll be like, that was great. And I'm like, I didn't see a thing of it. All I was worried about, did I get the right angle? Yeah. Right. I kept, is there anybody in my shot that's going to be, you know, be, you know, yeah, annoying, that kind of thing? So I actually had to go home and watch it. Go, well, that was a really neat parade. Like, wow, I missed. that was great. I kind of wish I was actually there. Oh, wait, I was. <laughs> Like, so, but there was, like, camera angles of, like, oh, look, here's the statue, but now we're going to show you just the statue and not really see the fireworks. And then at one point in time, they had a camera that was not angled right, so it was almost pointing down on the ground, and then this guy in a yellow jumpsuit that had channel CBS on it or NBC on it kind of walk out and look, and he's, like, doing, like, the light check. And he's like, oh, shit, we're on. And next thing you know, the camera gets popped up. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I get it. Live television, anything can happen, but... How about just, you know, you had this great angle of the art museum and the fireworks going off. I don't need to see, like, the left side of it because it's all the same. It's like just pick an angle. And that's the thing. Some some stations do it really well. Like, I know CBS for a while did it for a while. And they 
did it really well. It was just really one shot. It was a panned wide shot. They would see the whole thing and the audience under it. And they have the orchestra playing. It was like right. really beautiful. And you're like, wow, that's great. But now you get like these other, they're bidding for it. Like they're right. like, you know, they're trying to get the lowest contract they can. The city goes, all right, for X amount of dollars, you can do this. Right. And so they get it. And then it's just like, they, they do it. And it's just like, you guys have no clue what you're doing. I, like, I feel like they completely botched that. I was like, oh my God, I would have rather have been down there. Like <laughs> that is how bad it was. It was just like, uh... you know, of course they have the audio. Like then there's always like, I always love the two newscasters at the end sitting at a table. Like you and I are yeah. going, wow, wasn't that wonderful? That was awesome. It was so beautiful to be down here. And you're like, and they're like, yes, now back to you, Steve. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have to banter for like five minutes. It's like, how do you describe fireworks? Like, it's like you can describe them, but it's just like the you you want to describe like it's almost like watching a football game. You want to give the play by play of what actually is happening and not just describing a standard football right. game. So now you're going, weren't those blues and yellows pretty? And that <laughs> I've like, never seen explosions like that since last year. Right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was stunningly beautiful. <laughs> The bangs and the kafas and the, I'm, I guarantee you that no one, it was so beautiful, no one noticed the hundred robberies that happened while it was all going on. <laughs> all the looting. All, all the looting or all the pickpocketing or all the muggings. Everyone's looking up, no one's looking behind them. <laughs> so, welcome to Philadelphia. Happy Fourth of July. <laughs> Back to you, Jim. Yeah. Now, here's Susan with weather. <laughs> it's going to rain. <laughs> So that's what we did for the July. Uh, then Thursday, we went to the movies. That's right. Now, before we get into that, is there anything else anyone else that I had? Anything? No. Anything? no. Anything happened to you this week, sweetheart, you have to talk about? I don't think so. All right. Is there, there anything there that you like to add? Apparently, oh, he yeah. was. Something- uh, no, I was just asking. I was just shooting it out there. I mean, uh, on a personal level, I did accomplish. I did, you know, finish Horizon Zero Dawn, but that's a, more of a personal thing. I just <laughs> figured I'd throw that out there. <laughs> Always about you. It's about me saving humanity. That's what I did. Oh. You know what? I gotta be honest, it was a little bit of a bummer though, because <laughs> I was playing it, right? And I was playing what was Saturday? I think it was Saturday. And I was in the middle of a big boss battle, like the final boss battle. And I wanted to get killed, so I'm like, you know what, we gotta go, let's leave, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then I had a moment, I'm like, she were relaxing, she went to read, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna play rises, you're done. Picked me up right where I left off. In like three minutes, I beat the boss, and it was done. I was like, felt kind of anticlimactic. I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, I did it, yay. And then big giant cutscene. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> like there was a depression moment, too, because I was like, I really like this game. And it's kind of sad that it's over. But like, I just like, <laughs> I'm watching it going, well, I, I saved humanity, and I killed a bunch of robot dinosaurs, and. I got to level 50, which was my goal, you know, to get that trophy. And, uh, okay, what's next? Uh, Expecting a, a band to come yeah, marching was, in was, and Fetty uh, going on. Uh, I was waiting for that phone call going, congratulations, all this. Thank you for saving all humanity. Your check is in the mail. <laughs> Click. And I've been like, oh, I accomplished something. This is awesome. And instead of just this, I'm sitting alone in a dark room while Stacy's asleep. Or no, you were awake. But she sure. was she was not she was obviously not interested at all. You know, she was I'm just like, yeah, all by myself, just all by yeah. yourself. I, I did it. Uh, yeah. All 
right, what's next? Like, <laughs> <laughs> let me go pay, pay, pay Mass Effect. You know, start that over from the beginning. I had to took some time and redid my characters, make them look, you know, better. <laughs> you know, instead of just just a generic head, generic head, generic hair, generic eyes. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stylize my people this time. Take the time. To, you know, <laughs> if I look at these faces for an entire game, I gotta make sure that they're pleasing to my eye. <laughs> I'm like sitting there going, okay, it's Mass Effect. I'm gonna get laid. That those eyes will do not scream. Come fuck me, blue alien lady. He kind of, he kind of. Okay, I got done because they're twin brothers. This is going over the tangent I know, but they're twin. They're brother and sister. For I don't know how I did it, but they kind of look like Kevin Pereira and Olivia Munn from Attack of the Show. <laughs> they, I don't know how I did it. I don't take an actual photo of each. And show you because I was like, well, the guy started looking a little, a little like Matt Damon a little bit, mm-hmm. and the, like the, the jawline, the face. I don't know how I did it, but but the girl definitely had like Olivia Mum Mun kind of tone to her, like mm-hmm. black hair, kind of olive skin. I'm like, why is she why does she look so familiar? Like, <laughs> she looks like Olivia Mun. I was like, oh my god! And then I looked at the other guy. I'm like, kind of looks a little like Kevin Pereira. I'm like. I made Attack of the Show, the Mass Effect edition. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I did. I I finished Horizon Zero Dawn and went over to Mass Effect. And then we downloaded our free games for PlayStation, which we can talk about later in the second half. Okay. We started it until dawn. Yeah, we got like 30 minutes in. Yeah. Um, But we went to the movies. Yeah. So now let's, that was me killing time. So you get everything up. So what, is the top five this week? The top five movies this week is uh, number five movies, number three of last week. Transformers The Last Night, it made 6.3 million over the weekend and 118.9 overall in the three weeks release with a $217 million budget. All right. <laughs> number four was the number four movie of last week, Wonder Woman. It made 10.1 million over the weekend. And three hundred sixty-eight point seven overall in the six weeks of release with a hundred and forty-nine million dollar budget. All right, so, all right, good. Good for DC. Number three was the number two movie of last week, Baby Driver. It made twelve point seven million over the weekend and fifty-six point eight overall in the two weeks of release with a thirty-four million dollar budget. Well, that's pretty good for a. That's pretty cheap, I think. Well, I mean, yeah. the, the, the movie itself, uh, we saw that. Today. Yeah. I don't know if you want our review now or wait till the number one or... Well, no, because I've got a review of number two, and of course we're going to talk oh, about okay. number so, one, so go ahead. Okay, so we saw Baby Driver today. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. It kind of had a very, um, I want to say, the love story between Baby and Deborah kind of felt very like the kid. Who's Deborah? Deborah's the girl he meets in the diner. Like, they call, okay. you, they call you Baby? B-A-B-Y? You know, <laughs> it's very like, uh, I want to say... Their relationship felt very like fifties esque. Okay, like you know the soundtrack was amazing, and it's it's Edgar Wright. So there were little things that he's the guy who directed Scott Pilgrim's versus the you know, world. world. Um, all of Simon Pegg's trilogy of uh, uh, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and 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 the World's End. World at World's End. Um, so they were there's very his guy look, and during the opening credits you might say 
He's listening to a song in his earbuds. And I wish I can't for the life of me remember the song. But on the wall, there were like accents of the song. Like if the song was going, yeah, yeah, yeah. He would walk by that yeah, yeah, yeah part. Or okay. the, it was really like, if you looked real closely, you could kind of see the words of the song that just on the background stuff. Mm. It was real neat. Like, like it was blended in for like a reason. Okay. It was very visual. It was real nice. The cast was really good. Uh, the action was pretty, you know, when there was action, it was good. Mm. Um, I liked it. I really thoroughly enjoyed it. It's definitely one of those things like, I'm like, mm, how much did I like the soundtrack? The soundtrack was really good because it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was a lot of modern hits. It was definitely like songs in the 50s, 60s, 70s. I think went as far as maybe like an 80s, okay. or like early 90s song. It was it was a lot of fun. It was it was definitely, a, in my opinion, a keeper. Okay, good. You know, what do you think? I mean, I thought it was good. I don't have anything like too crazy to say about it. <coughs> um, the story was really good. I was able to like keep up with everything. There wasn't any potholes for me. Like none of that. Mm. It was just like an enjoyable movie to watch. Okay. Really, it was. It didn't like blow my mind, but it didn't like disappoint me. I was like, okay, this is really good. Glad I came to see this. Cool. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, let's move on then. All right. Uh, number two was the number one movie of last week, Despicable Me 3. It made $33.9 million over the weekend and $149.1 overall in the two weeks of release with an $80 million budget. So, All right. Good That's what I saw on Tuesday. Ooh. And, uh, you know, if, if, if you're a fan of the Despicable Me movies, it's a fun movie. Um, my wife saw it before. Well, she saw it a couple days before I we saw, she saw it again with me. But the thing was that she told me there was not many minions in the movie. There was. There, oh, yeah? But it wasn't like overpowering minions because it was more about the relationship about his brother, the two of them in this movie, more so because the minions actually wanted to go back to the life of crime. And, of course, he says no because he was a government agent in two. And, you know, so they they kind of like part ways. So there's a little bit, there's, it's not as overpowering minions, but there's still minions in this movie. Right. Okay. So it's not, right. know, it's not like, it's like they go away and you never see them the rest of the movie. They're like in the beginning and the end. They're like, in the, hey! the beginning and the middle and the end. Like I think cause there's this whole prison. You've just seen the, in the trailers, right. the prison scenes. They're hilarious. It's worth seeing just that part of the minions alone. Cause it's like an old style fifties are like snapping their fingers or doing this, <laughs> D- jumping move and they're <laughs> moving forward and all the prisoners are like cowering away from them. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a shower scene where there's a, they're trying to, the, they're like, well, you've been here a long time. And he's like whips them with a towel and they all, but there's like big muscular guys, you know, these little minions right. are like the, scaring them away. So it was pretty funny that way. But it's, a, it's like I said, it was, it was hilarious. It was good. It was <laughs> worth watching. If you haven't seen it, go see it. You'll have a good time. If not, go catch it on DVD when it comes out, Blu-ray. Right, that's, yeah, probably that's probably one we'll go see it. Maybe. 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 Mm. Depends. All right, so what was number one? Number one was a new release, Spider-Man Homecoming. It made $117 million over the weekend with 107. That's where it sits with total gross and $175 million budget. So uh, well, it's it pretty close. It, it, no, it made its money because this weekend overseas, it hit over $100 million as well. Okay. So, yeah, it's, it's, it made a pretty penny. Yes. You know, it did a, did a thing. All right, so now... Uh, we ha- all saw it. We all saw it, so we, we, we read Robin in this, where we just kind of go around the room and everyone gives their pros and cons. 
Um, I, see, that's going to be tough for me because I don't want to spoil anything because obviously it's opening weekend. Right. But I did figure out, like, I, I like the movie. Uh-huh. Like, I want to start with that. I, I did like the movie. I didn't overly enjoy the movie. It wasn't like, oh, my God, Spider-Man Homecoming. Right. That's the number one Spider-Man movie on the list All of right. Spider-Man movies. But it was pretty close. Right, right, you right. Know, so. What would you say is your favorite Spider-Man movie? Uh, Spider-Man 2. Okay. I thought about it because at first I didn't like Spider-Man 2, but then, you know, the whole Doc Ox thing kind of did, you know, turn me around a little bit. So gotcha, I was kind of like I'm back. Gotcha. All right. So, uh, so what were, like, what, without getting into too many spoilers, did you can broad scope what you liked and what you didn't like? Well, the, the thing is, is that, you know, when, when you're dealing with Spider-Man and Peter Parker, I always look at it two ways. It's kind of almost like a split personality. When he puts on the mask, he's one person. Right. And when he's when he's Peter Parker, he's somebody else. Right. I think they did pretty well with the Peter Parker part of it. You know, it's the Spider Man part. I had a little some issues with. Okay. Not a lot. I'm kind of curious, like what kind of parts? Well, do you think you can do it without spoiling it? There, there are certain moments in the movie where Spider Man kind of falls short. Okay. As being Spider Man. Okay. You know, and it was just like, and some of them like were obvious and I'm like I'm like he would never do that like even if it's the first time like kind of thing because it's obvious like he's been Spider-Man for a while it's not like he was just bit by the bug yesterday and no but I mean if you remember Civil War I think he's only been Spider-Man at that point six months okay and that's spoiler little spoiler the movie takes place right after Civil War yeah so I mean technically he's seven months maybe eight months into being Spider-Man now I'm not making excuses I'm just kind of saying like when you go in, you have to kind of like I'll, I like I said, that's my defense. The only defense I have for that part. I was saying, I mean, like like there there were certain things he did that he just kind of was like I'm like I don't want to because I said right. you can't say it without saying something about the movie right. and then spoiling it. But there were certain points where it was just like there were simple little things that it was like a little joke that they threw in there, and it was like. No, it was that would like Spider Man never would have done that. That like that type of thing. And it's, <laughs> I'm kind of curious now when we go and break to find out what those are. And there's it's not many of them. Like you said, right. there's only a small like two, two or three, I think at most. But it was just like you know the rest of it though was you know pretty spot on for what it was in terms of the rest of the Spider as being Spider Man. Like it made sense. But there were certain like I said, there was a certain ones, and that's what kind of threw me off in the whole thing. But like I said, we'll talk more about it during break. Okay, yeah, I love it, sweetheart. Oh, my turn? Yeah. Um, I thought it was a solid movie. I am not a big Spider-Man fan. I don't hate the kid, but he's not my favorite either, mm-hmm. right? So I was kind of like, okay, it's a new Spider-Man movie. New kid playing Spidey. Sean loves Spidey. He's going to suffer through many movies with me that he doesn't want to see. I'll go see this. <laughs> and I enjoyed it because because I'm not a huge fan, there wasn't like a whole lot of things for me to like pick at. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Fan-wise. Um, I thought Michael Keaton was phenomenal in it. Like, like I think he was one of my favorite parts of the whole thing. Um, I thought that the kid played a good Spider-Man. Um, for the most part, um, there was a plot hole that I noticed in the movie that by the time we got outside after the movie, I had forgot. And I still cannot think of what that plot <laughs> hole was. So when I see the movie again, I'm going to like jot down what the plot hole was. Cause I was like, Wait, where'd they go with that? Oh, so y'all just aren't going to talk about that again? We're just going to say, pretend that that ha- didn't happen, you know? It was an issue for me while we are watching it. And I was like, okay, make a mental note of that, Stacey, so that you can address that. Gone by the time we got outside. So I don't remember what it was. Why is it that 
right after the movie, right during the credits, uh, Sipbomb, who went with us uh, from the show, Dave Sipbomb went with us. He he noticed that there was a big like a big plot hole towards the end, and I'm like, no, that one's easy to figure out. And I told him why, and mm-hmm. I'll tell you guys the, okay. the, the thing and then why. Right. And he was like, oh, and my my wife's like, I don't get it. And I'm like, and I ex- I'd explain it to her, and I'm like, she's like, oh, okay, I understand now. And I'm like, it's it's one of those type of things where it's like. They kind of know, but they don't know. And it's, it, I'll, like I said, I'll explain all it right. all, like, later. Because, like I said, I don't want to ruin any part of this movie since it's the first week it's been out. I mean, you go see this movie. It is worth seeing. I guess yeah. I do say, we'll yeah. say that. I mean, like I said, it wasn't the best Spider-Man movie, but it's worth seeing. It's definitely something up there that's like the special effects were pretty good mm-hmm. for the most part. And then, you know, it was there, there was, like I said, there were some issues I had with some of the special effects I said in the beginning, like right off the bat. But uh it's like, like compared to a lot of other movies, it's way up there in the yeah. list of, of superhero movies. Like pretty good, you know, did, did a great job. But now, of course, I really want to hear your opinion because you probably the, the ultimate Spider-Man, one of the ultimate Spider-Man fans. I had no, I know another one, but he's not here. And I... <laughs> okay, well, I I agree. It wasn't the best Spider-Man movie, yeah. but it definitely because I, I agree. Spider-Man Two is probably my favorite out of, out of all of them. Mm-hmm. There's there's some problems with Spider-Man 2, but overall, I think it's a, a decent, solid movie. But I, I think this one, for me, is like my second favorite. I could watch this one. Like, if, I were to, if someone were to come in and go, Sean, look, I got no one to go see Spider-Man with. You want to come with me? I'd be like, yeah, sure. Let's yeah. go. Um, there was a couple things. That, as a, um, I wouldn't say I'm a Spider-Man purist. Right. You know, I mean, I love Spider-Man, but I'm mm-hmm. also smart enough to realize that you evolve or you die. Yeah. So there are certain things in the movie that I would be like, okay, well, that technically isn't comic book accurate, but get over it. Yeah. Like, it's, it literally is. <clears throat> like, I had a problem with it in the beginning. Like, sitting there, like, there wasn't a lot of Spider-Man. There was a lot of Peter Parker. Yeah. And so a lot of me is like, a part of me maybe had, like, a little bit of, like, I can't wait to see Spider-Man. And I'm watching Peter. He kind of embodied, I would say, Parker of the new generation. Okay. I wouldn't say, like, he he's not the traditional nerd that we knew in the 60s and 70s. I would say that he's kind of now the modern kid of the 21st century. Yeah. I mean, he, he's smart because you saw him doing some things outside of, you know, in school that you can tell that he's got a, a brain and he's really smart. He's, of course, they should have him being athletes, you know. Yeah. Um, there was a couple, like, not really, like, big things that bothered me about any of it. I did, um, notice a case, no, no, um, spider sense. Okay. That seems to be a, an issue, I think, for some people. Mm-hmm. And here's my, kind of, my, my opinion on it. I'm okay if he doesn't have spider sense. Mm-hmm. Here's why. It's hard to generate and and how do you put that on the live screen without coming off as hokey you know like when they did when peter when toby mcguire was peter parker they kind of shook the camera a little bit mm-hmm. and okay you get it but here's the problem spider-man is if he has spider sense that will allow him to evade punches and bullets and things like that it's hard to have him get hit then I think they did it really well. And actually, there's right. a, there was a scene in the trailer that I can tell that that did that thing really well, where he's hanging upside down, and there was a, the bank robbery right. scene, 
And he, the guy was trying to punch him. And he kept swinging his yeah. head back and forth, like he knew which way he was going to go, right. and like type of thing. So that could be like the the best way of spider sense for them. It's just like they don't have to oversell it, but then you kind of get it. You're like, he's got quick reactions. Like right. he knows, he's got, he's he's got quick reflexes. It. You don't need the little line sticking out of his head yeah. going every time he gets thrown a punch or every time his spider sense goes off. So I mean, yeah, you can tell he's faster than than the average kid. He's stronger, obviously, and stronger than the average kid. You know, but. Clearly, if someone turns around, you know, like, it looks like he can get sucker punched. So you're like, all right, you know what? I get it. Like, you kind of have to have those things in movies nowadays for to show transitional scenes, I guess. Like, oh, Peter Parker got knocked out. Transition to here we are now in a new set. Like, you can't have just some guy just carry him. Like, you know. So, I mean, I get it. I'm okay with, with them not. Look, in the article that I read, apparently he has Spider-Sense. They just haven't really explored it in this movie. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that they didn't have to rehash an origin again. Yes. Thankfully, you didn't need Spider-Man and Origin Story 3.0. You know, you didn't have to see that. Um, you know, you can tell that there's obviously, you know, May being overly protective of him. Mm-hmm. You know, again, could be because of Uncle Ben. You mean, you didn't hear Uncle Ben's name. Yeah. But... I would say at this point, if you walk into a Spider-Man movie, you chances are you know Spider-Man's origin. Yeah, you've heard about it, you've seen it. You know, let's just kind of pick up from and move on from that. I'm saying the last 17 years we've seen it twice. <coughs> right, you it's know, like already. Every, like even on Batman v Superman, we saw how Batman became Batman. I'm tired of it already. Yeah, like at this point, some superheroes' origin stories are part of the lexicon of our of our world. You can kind of move on. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so like. I didn't need to see an origin story. I thought Michael Keaton knocked it out of the park every time. Yeah. Like, I, what, I, what I really liked is, and again, this could be me being just overly analytical about it, I loved why he was called the Vulture. Mm-hmm. Because this is kind of like his, what he does as a job and what he decides to choose. Yeah, yeah, it made perfect sense when they it did made, it. I was when like, they did it, I'm like, oh my God. That's genius. That's, I never would have connected that. Yeah. Like, when you look at it, you go... Shit, that was pretty smart. He's not just an old guy with a bird costume. Oh, yeah. Like, he actually, like, what a vulture does, he does for a living. Yeah. And you're like, fucking genius. Yes. You know, I was like... That was brilliant. It was great. It was brilliant. I, I thought that there was a moment in the movie where I was like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. I legitimately was like... <gasps> what? <laughs> I was like... That was good. I have, I, to, I have to admit, that was that was a good, like segue I, into it like mm-hmm. the could place that right perfectly it was great and then there's the moments where where michael keaton and tom holland are on screen together that are just like i i, I, was, I hate to say it but i see old school superhero teaching the new kid superhero how to act like a superhero yeah because it was definitely like michael keaton kind of turned on even though he was the vulture could definitely had the little batman stare the little kind of comments like you go that's batman that's not vulture. that's why he's batman. the great detective it's, you know it's fucking batman like you know <laughs> it was just really good and, and he kind of hammed it up a little bit but i kind of feel like it's it's michael key he, he's allowed to ham it up a little i i think if you don't ham it up in a superhero movie you're not doing the job yeah, justice right. yeah really. like he wasn't like a mustache trolling <laughs> spider-man it was definitely though he was menacing mm-hmm. but also human too and it was like they actually got a bad guy with I felt like a real story. It mm-hmm. wasn't just like, 
oh, I wake up today and I got, I'm going to be decided to be a bad guy because I'm a bad person. It didn't feel like that. It felt very organic and you felt very like, I can understand why, what happens to him and how he becomes the person that he is. It's, it's, it's like that old adage when you said that the, the villain is, the villain thinks he's right, you know, kind yes. of thing. and in this, in this case, he is, good, you know, yeah. Yeah. and that made it really, really more worth like seeing the best villains always never feel like they're the villains. They always feel like they're the hero of their own story. Mm-hmm. And that's how Michael Keaton portrayed it was like, I'm doing this for a reason. And I, you know, if you think about it, I'm right. And sometimes you're like, Hey, it kind of is. Yeah. Like, and then sometimes you go, yeah, but still come <laughs> on. Like, you know, and I, I, there is, I really enjoyed it. Like I, you know, felt like it kind of it had the humor mm-hmm. in it as Spider Man did. It had the 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 action beats. I thought yeah. were good. I kind of like. I'm now. I'm interested. I was very happy with the ending of the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like. I also liked the little PS they had in it too. Not the not the second one, but more the first one. Yeah. To not stay till the end. It's a Marvel movie. You get used to it. Yeah. Um, the the middle the middle PS. You might mm-hmm. say. I kind of liked because you it, it painted a what's next for Spider-Man kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I really enjoyed it. Like again, I would I wouldn't when it comes out, it goes right there on the shelf. Like, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a, um, a a keeper and one that I'd be like, you know what? I wouldn't mind. Like, hey, um, I got nothing to do today. I got a couple hours to kill. Maybe I'll watch Spider-Man. Okay. You know, that's my that's my bid. All right. All right. So. Uh, if you, if you want to tell us what you think, email Ed at Ed at Words with Geeks or email me at Sean at WordsWithGeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. You have to throw that in there, babe. Ed, well, my spell my name? Yes, Ed does it, but he does it in a certain way. He goes, that's S-H-A-W-N. It's <laughs> 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 an all slick and smooth. That's what he does. I don't know, I don't know if that was that pompous. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, no, 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 no. It's S-H-A-W-N. W N. That's what he does every time, and I love it. I think it's awesome. <laughs> got to kind of get a cadence in it. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, we that. All right. So, uh, well, speaking of putting stuff on the shelf, yes. What is coming out in Blu-ray and DVD? There you go. Uh, the first one, of course, we have to talk about is the Fate of the Furious is coming out, and there's going to be a steelbook edition. Obviously, I'm not getting that at all. <laughs> that is one I can honestly say I'm going to ignore it. All right. Okay. And of course, if you haven't have, if you're a Fate the Fur- or Fast and Furious fan, and you like the movies, there is an eight movie collection coming out as well. So if you want it all one shot, there you go. Which okay, I'm going to throw this out here. First, two things. One, my dad actually saw the movie, said it was horrible. Yeah, you know, he said it was like the, those guys become like James Bond characters. Now it's like it's he's like it's completely stupid. Okay. Second, if you're gonna, let's face it, there's going to be a Fast Nine and a Fast Ten. Yes. I mean, if you're a fan of the series, wait till those two movies come out before you buy the box set. set right. I'm just saying, like, I don't waste don't waste your money on buying an eight movie set when you know there's another movie coming out. There's at least two more like, coming out. Like, okay, now when I like when I bought the uh, Indiana Jones box set, it's all four Indiana Jones movies because I'm like, that's it, they're done. Then they go and announce another one. I'm like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> How's that Pirates of the Caribbean chest? Exactly. Right now? <laughs> like the Pirates of the Caribbean chest. It's real nice. It opens up. It's got all the movies. Oh, look. Dead Man's chest. You know, Dead Man Tell No Tales. You, ten years later. You think fuckers? Or Star Wars. <laughs> How many fucking box sets of Star Wars 
hey, look, here's the first three. Here's the second three. Yeah, I, I, see, I, I have a complaint to make. Speaking of that box oh, set yeah? of Star Wars, because it says the complete saga. Not anymore. Not anymore. So I have a, I have a direct logic complaint against Star Wars here. I, would, I say we sue the mouse. That's right. right. Good luck with that. Yeah, All right. Well. All right, what else? Uh, Smurf the Lost Village is also coming out this week on Ultra 4K Blu-ray DVD goodness. Oh, joy. And there's a three-pack. You can get the Smurf Smurfs 2 and Smurf's Lost Village all in one Blu-ray set. Oh, yay. <laughs> all right, and then we have the Lost City of Z is coming out this week. It has uh, one of the guys from uh, the motorcycle movie, uh, motorcycle show. What's that? Uh, Sons of yeah. Anarchy. Which, which, which guy? Oh. Which guy? Yeah, which guy? Uh, Charlie. Oh. Charlie Hunan? Hunan. What's the name of the movie? It's called The Lost City of Z. Oh. That's Jax. He's not. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, all, right. All, all right. What else? I thought you liked them all. Okay. No. Moving Opie. on. Opie's her favorite. Opie. <laughs> Smokey. Oh, hold on oh. for a second. She's got to compose herself. I don't love any Pee Wee character like I love Opie. No one, no one can compare to Opie. So anytime which, someone, which actor is it? No, no, yeah, you gotta understand. When you say Opie, he thinks Ron Howard from the Mandy Griffin show. That's oh, right. Okay, no. That's right. Who plays Opie? I don't know the guy's name. You want me to look it up? Look it up for me. All Help right. me out here. Okay. I like Opie and I like Chibs. Chibs is the guy that has the the actor that has the scars on the, his face right the, here. We call it the Glasgow smile. Okay. Like he he legitimately has them. Um, they're really my two favorite in the whole entire. I mean, Jax is. I mean, whatever. He's Jax. The whole show's about him. Whatever. Blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Well, whatever. <laughs> the actor's name's Ryan Hurst. He's yes, open. that guy. All right. Um. Wow. Whatever picture they have him, he got clean shaven and everything. Oh, stupid. <laughs> he's actually. He was actually in Remember the Titans. Mm-hmm. He was in Saving Private Ryan, and when we were soldiers, were a couple of his. And then he was on the show, TV show for a little while, Outsiders, but that recently just got canceled. Wow. He was also Chuck Hogan in Bates Motel. Neat. Anyway. Go ahead. Okay, so Smokey and the Bandit, the 40th anniversary edition is coming out on Blu-ray this week. All right. Uh, The Fifth Element 4K version is coming out. So if you like the 4K, you like the Fifth Element, that's for you. All right. Leon the Professional is also coming out on 4K, as well as King Kong. Okay, I was going to say, like, those last two movies, Fifth Element and Professional, are both... uh, Luc Besson yes. movies and Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets is his movie. So why not? Let's polish some of those new of his other movies up, put them out there. Let's get that second life on there. There you go. Anything else? Uh, yes. Uh, Sean Connery movie, uh, Shaloko, is coming out on Blu ray. It looks like a Cowboys and Indian movie. It is. It's a 1968. Shaloko. 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 And for you Doctor Who fans, and if you watch this show at all, the class from the universe of Doctor Who season one is coming out on DVD this week. So if you missed it on sci-fi and you don't want to bother going through I got the on-demand. What's Doctor Who class? Uh, there was an episode of Doctor Who where he was a curator of a school. It's actually a few episodes okay. of this recent Doctor. And, of course, they, they moved on from there. Oh, but the class, off. they spinned it off with the... Oh, did the Doctor Who spin off? Yeah, that's right. Like Touchwood? Yeah, kind of, but not as good. Not as good as Torchwood? Uh, I don't think so, but... Oh, I don't want to... That's why I'm asking. I haven't... You know. I mean, I I can't really judge you on what you like (laughs) based off the last show you just told me that you're enjoying so much about. Okay, I'm fine. I'll throw it out there. I'm enjoying Riverdale. Kiss my ass. 
I like the Twin Peaks meets Beverly Hills 90210. All right. Okay. <laughs> Color me teen drama. I don't care. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> and that's why they call you the Creeper. That's right. They call me the Creeper. Creeper. <laughs> I'm a Creeper. Creeper. <laughs> All right, what else you got there? Uh, that is it for uh, movies and television. Is there any honorable mentions you'd like to add? I do. Of course. Shakes the Clown. Shakes the Clown. With Bobcat New Bobcat Goldthwait and Julie Brown. Ah. Not, not downtown Julie Brown. The It's the white Julie Brown. Saying, the redhead Julie. The redhead. Well, one was white, one wasn't. <laughs> it is a story. It's loved by children, desired by women, adored by bartenders everywhere. It's basically Shakes the Clown is uh, dueling gangs of clowns are pitted against each other in his outrageously funny comedy written by, directed by, and starring Bobcat Goldthwait. Julie Brown co-stars as a hardworking waitress who stands by her clown. Bobcat stars as Shakes, an amiable alcoholic bozo from Halukaville, USA. But after one particularly wild night, Shakes wakes up to find he's been framed for murder. The hilarious suspects include a pack of rude rodeo clowns, a gang of mimes, and an ambitious party clown with eyes for Shakes' sweetheart. As unlikely a superhero as you'll ever meet, Shakes takes to the streets for a slapstick showdown that blows the lid off the big top. It also features Larry Sports by Adam Sandler, Florence Henderson, and Tom Kenny. I think I've seen that movie. <laughs> I, I have. It's a great movie. <laughs> Special features, new audio commentary with Bobcat, Julie Brown, and Tom Kenny. Tom Kenny is the guy who does his voice for Square, SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh. I, 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 I. Yeah. That guy. <laughs> that guy. All right. And it's a review. It's called The Citizen Kane of Alcoholic Claw Movies. <laughs> anyway, that's my, that's my, that's Sean's Pick of the Week. That's John's Pick of the Week. <laughs> All right. What else you got there? Uh, for video games, we have uh, Final Fantasy twelve: The Zodiac Age by Square Enix for the PS4, and that's a Tuesday release. Yeah, it's a remake. And I they think all... they're remastered. Uh, well, they have the Final Fantasy twelve: The Zodiac Age Collector's Edition Official Strategy Guide by Prama Publishing. So, you know, if you want to be on a beautiful strategy guide, there you go. They are very beautiful. A lot of artwork in it. Uh, Moto GP seventeen. Uh, apparently, it's only at GameStop by Milestone SRL yeah. for the PS4 and Xbox One. It's a Tuesday release. Yeah, it's a motorcycle racing uh, cross. I don't know. It's got cars in it. <laughs> 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 what else you got? It's a wait, or, uh, drill line for the need for speed of motorbike world championships with it. There you go. Yeah. And finally, Hunting Simulator by Maximum Games for the PS4 and Xbox One, and that's a Tuesday release. All right, yep. If you wanna, if you wanna simulate yourself hunting, go after that one. There you I, go. I just saw something. I saw an awesome underground movie you need to see now, Ed. What's that? Called Vampire Cop. Vampire. Yeah. Cop. Vampire Cop. Vampire. He takes a bite out of crime. Oh. I oh! wasn't that that dog. <laughs> <laughs> McGruff. McGruff. Here it is. Uh, includes never before, never before seen director's cut with unfinished soundtrack, by the way. And, and, the, <laughs> and, the, and the original release cut. It'd be like, it's unfinished. 
<laughs> it's not easy being a cop, Ed. No. Especially when you're a vampire cop, like Officer Lucas. <laughs> but with the city in the grip of a psycho drug kingpin. Wait, wait, yeah. the vampire's name is Lucas? I know. <laughs> it's, I'm, like, my nephew's name's Lucas, but at least it's with a K. This is with a C. Yeah. But it's like vampire cop Officer Lucas. With a name like Lucas, you're sure, like, it sounds like he should be a barista. <laughs> Vampire barista. Uh, Larry? <laughs> Hi, I'm Lucas. I'll be your barista. What is your name? Oh, uh, yeah. Can I get a sugar latte, vita, vente, mocha latte, as whatever? <laughs> Coffee? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but wait, here's the story. Eh? Now there's more. Yeah, the, you can understand the city's in the grip of a psycho drug kingpin, and it's time to pull out all the stops and take a bite out of crime, Ed. But now, beautiful reporter Melanie Roberts, played by Melissa Moore, I don't know who that is, <laughs> is into Lucas's little secret. Will she expose him or help him crack the biggest crime caper since Al Capone? Soon, <laughs> soon the streets are running red with stone-dead hookers and bone-dry mobsters. All with two little bites in her neck. Will Melanie be next? Or is Lucas ready to make the ultimate vampire sacrifice to save her? Vampire Cop was filmed in Florida and Georgia over in 1998-1990 by writer-director and B-movie legend Donald Farmer, the creator of Cannibal Hookers, Scream Dream, and Shark Exorcist. <laughs> Shark Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, I now I gotta, uh, I I gotta know, I gotta know what what shark exorcist is. <laughs> I have to. Yeah, I have to like, find out. Is there a trailer? I'm gonna Let's find hope there's a trailer. Sex, sex exorcist. Trailer. <laughs> yeah, okay. Whole different movie. Right, ready? Here's a trailer. I don't know. In 1973, The Exorcist. In 1975, Jaws. And now, the ultimate horror. Are you woman swimming? I'm going to share this front page. Oh, there's a shark. Woman. Oh, my God. God, she's in two feet of water. Yeah. Oh, look. She doesn't even look like she got bitches. There's just blood coming out of her mouth. Shark exorcist. <laughs> Based on possessed by Satan Shark. <laughs> um, I'm guessing the girl's possessed by a shark. I I don't know. This is terrible. This is horrible. Danger shark sighting. No swimming. Ah! I I don't know. All it is is just people looking around screaming. Oh yeah, she's possessed by a shark. She's got the teeth like a shark. And there's a nun killing cookers. I'm guessing. <laughs> oh. Oh boy, I'm not, I gotta share that right now. I gotta share to our page. I gotta share that on Facebook. La 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 la. Sharing a page you manage, Keeksters. 
I'm just going to post it. Right there. Boom. Right there. Go to our Facebook page, Geeksters. Give us a like while you're at it, while you look at that shark exorcist. And, and you know what, Ed? Apparently, it took it two years to hit Blu-ray. Two years? Because it was, it was produced in 2015. <laughs> they had to remaster it, apparently, and make it all look pretty. <laughs> <laughs> it took two years. I, I mean, <laughs> apparently, the never before seen director's cut. The soundtrack is unfinished, but it is in the full movie. <laughs> Just want to clarify that, you know. <laughs> <That's> so stupid. <laughs> oh, that's what you got coming out in Blu-ray video. Uh, anything else you like to add? Was there anything else in video game wise? That's uh, that is it. I'm screaming the bottle of barrel nose. Just uh... yeah, you know why? Because here's here's why. Why? There's everyone's waiting now for next month because next month you got Madden, you got NBA, you got this big sports games. Then like that's September, you know, like August, September. Then October you got you know September you have Destiny two. Mm. November you got Call of Duty. October you Battle. will Battlefield Battlefront is in November, Euro, right? Uh, October's got finally the South Park game. Right. You know, so it's like you're getting for video games, the blockbuster season always seems to start closer to the end of the summer. Yeah. Versus like all year round. So, I don't know. You figure though, like video games would be more prevalent in summer for some reason, you know. I still think there's that stigma of, well, you know what? You go outside and play, kids. You know, like there's. <laughs> If you're playing video games, you're not going outside. You're I, simulating. That's outside. true. Um, I do know too. At the end of this month, um, the uh, what do you call it? Or maybe it's already out. It's the Nintendo Nintendo's 2DS XL. 2DS XL. Yeah, it's basically the three the new 3DS XL without the 3D part. Right. It folds. It's got the camera thing. It, it, I mean, it looked nice. I mean, if I was in the market for one. I'd probably lean towards that because I had the 3DS and I wasn't really impressed with the 3D aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But if I can get some of those games that I want to play on the 3DS without the 3 the 2DS would probably be the way I go. Okay. I just throw it out there. That's Sean's pick of the week. <laughs> if you have a pick of the week, email me at Sean at, uh, Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S H A W N. It's better when Ed does it. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Susie with the weather. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you say? We take a break, come back, and get to the news. Sounds awesome. All right, we'll be right back, folks. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Are we back? Yes. All right. That's <laughs> <laughs> so what I do to use my time before it gives the countdown. You need to give me a countdown. Oh, They're I... just like, I'm going to just be an idiot, you know? <laughs> It's la 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 la. <laughs> so anyway, welcome back, folks. That was part one. Yes. Um, I forgot to bring it up on the show, which is the reason why I'm bringing it up here. Okay. Old school video game, favorite of mine, okay. Castlevania. Right. Okay. Um, it was announced earlier this year, or not a couple months ago, actually. Mm-hmm. That Netflix was making a Castlevania cartoon. Yes. An animated series. That's right. I forgot. Yes. And that season one came out this past Friday. This Friday being the 7th of July. Okay. So I'm like, all right, I'm in. Now, by Saturday, I think it was, I saw an article where they already renewed it for a second season. Wow. And I'm like, 
wow, that's really good. You know, they must have got really good responses for like not even 24 hours later, season two they're announcing. Then I started watching season one. Mm-hmm. And I realized why they greenlit season two so fast. What's that? Season one only has four episodes. That's it? That's it. Four fucking episodes. <laughs> All about 21 minutes long. Really? Yes. <laughs> so you could breeze this through an afternoon very easily. Easily. Like I, started, I watched the first one. I'm like, all right, I'm into it. I watched the second one, and then we had to go somewhere. I'm like, wow, how many episodes are left? And I looked, and there's four. I'm like, fuck, I'm halfway through it. I'm like, I'm going to be done this before the end of the night. Because like, <laughs> it was, I'm like, I feel like, well, what's the point of making a series when you could have just mashed them all together and made like an hour and 15-minute movie? You know, because it was really like, it was legitimately, there were four episodes were like 21 to 25 minutes long. Okay. I'm like, that's a little over an hour. Yeah. A little under an hour and a half total. Like, you could have just mashed them all together and made it a movie. Right. And then been like, hey, here's the Castlevania sequel. I don't know if they were doing it as a test run, like, here's four episodes, because it was a complete arc. Mm-hmm. It was a complete story. But I was kind of hoping for, like, a 13-episode series. Like, Well, like I say, the, the animation of it is always, like, it's never, like, a, like a drama-based kind of thing. Like, a lot of, th- I think... They take cartoons as a like a, almost a, still as a gimmick in a way. You know, like as you, as you kind of watch certain things anymore, right. anymore, especially on television. Yeah, but Netflix's Voltron had like ten episodes, ten thirteen episodes. Did it? Yeah, yeah. it was yeah, good too, it. and it was really really good. Yeah, like don't get me wrong, I'm not like <clears throat> I understand what you're saying. Like they take they take time them too and and stuff like that. But I kind of felt like with Castlevania, I mean they they set up the the plot of the story in the first episode mm-hmm. really and then the second the rest of the three episodes have to you know follow the Beaumont like mm-hmm. you know and it's like <clears throat> it ends with not necessarily cliffhanger but it definitely is the okay we're doing this is what the series is going to be about kind of ending mm-hmm. but I kind of feel like you could have done a movie and had the same like you could just mash them all together clip off the opening titles and end credits right. put them all together because it is a continuation of one big picture and still could have had it all of them and like hey here's the Castlevania movie tune in like seven months we're season one like, right. it was just weird I was like well I was just saying like <coughs> I, I've, I've I've been understanding this whole like online streaming community uh, that's right because you got the pulse you got your that's finger right on the I got the finger on the pulse on this whole thing and a lot of things is this fact is, is that when they the bare minimum is four. Like, like okay. for any series at all, like you, you like you can do a four show series, and that's it, and that would be your series. Like, you know, okay. they want a bit a bare minimum of four episodes because they feel that you, it's like a trial period in a way. But also the fact is, is that like if you don't have the production value of some companies, like do a four is expensive still. Right. So that for them to do it, they're gonna just all right. We'll give you a trial, and you know, if we want more, we'll definitely relate more, and then go from there and hopefully maybe get a 13 arc episode after that I mean I'm hoping that episode season 2 will be more than 4 episodes because I really liked the series I really liked where how it went and it mm-hmm. didn't like you didn't have to be a fan of the video game to actually kind of get like there was nothing going oh well that's from the game there's no need to explain it they explained everything who everybody was with, within reason because you mm-hmm. want to leave some <gasps> moments right. you know yeah. so you're like alright you know you understand Dracula's motivation. You 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 understand Alucard's. You know, mm. you know. I'm like they oh, they threw in like an extra character in there though, but you kind of need one, I guess. Mm. So at the very end, you kind of go, okay, this is your team for season two. Let's go get them, guys. Right. 
I, so I mean, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, it just felt obviously short because I'm like, oh, I'm so into it, so into it. Episode two, and, oh, I gotta leave, man. How many more episodes do I got left? Two. <laughs> all right, okay. When I come home, oh, she'll be asleep soon, so I'll just pff, I'll pop them on. And I was done with it in like 40 minutes, kind of like. Yep. Yeah. Well, I saw that season. Let's, let's I saw that series. Let's what are you gonna watch now? Riverdale. Let's go back to that because that's kind of how it happened. Because it, it really was like I finished Legends of Tomorrow both season. I, I kind of like I know that they're doing a season three. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, all right, well, I finished that. What do I want to do? Well, I watched an episode of Black Mirror, which was really good. It's one of my favorite shows on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's that twist on like you know technology and stuff. Really, 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 really good. Really good. <laughs> really good. This one, this story was about a guy. He's kind of wandering the earth. Like, he's kind of like walking the earth around with Cain. Like, apparently his dad had memory problems. I guess I'm assuming that of Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. So he decides to travel the globe, you know, to leave. He's in fine because he took care of his mom and his dad. And mm-hmm. his dad passed and he goes on this. He walks the earth like Cain. Right. Gets to England. And he he hooks up with a girl. It's like his last night. What? I'm just thinking. Does anybody get that reference? Like, no. Anybody saw Pulp Fiction? They know that one. <laughs> Walk the earth like King. He could become a bum. <laughs> like, so that's kind of what he does. He travels, but he's got like a cell phone. He does he does odd jobs because there's an app for like people who want to hire people just for like day jobs to get paid. Mm-hmm. So that's how he's kind of supplying his 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 day to day life activities. Right. While seeing the world. So he goes over to England. He's in London. Sounds like Hulk, like the old 70s Kinda. Hulk. You know, like he went down to town and he did these jobs as like a basically like yeah. a janitor. He's like, like a jack of all trades, yeah. wandering around going, oh, they need someone to dig ditches for $30 for the day. Well, that gives me food and board for a night. So I'll go dig ditches for like three hours or five yeah. hours. Yeah. So he gets to England and it's like his last couple nights there. Mm. And he goes and he meets his girl and he hooks up with her because it gets like a Tinder date and he kind of talks about she's a she's a gamer mm-hmm. and she talks about this guy who this Asian guy in this company over in England because he's looking for odd jobs and he sees that that company is looking for a game, game tester mm-hmm. and she's like oh my god you know this place this place like it's a really good pay yeah but you know what if you can take a photo of something that's in there and send it out to me you can make some big bank because this guy's like super secret in all his projects. Mm. The guy's like, all right, you know, so he gets the job and he gets um, walked into a, uh, like a reception area where the woman's like, okay, can I see your cell phone? She turns it off. They go in and, and he gets this implant put in the back of his head. And the implant is basically a kind of a, a realistic virtual reality where mm. how, how you and I are talking like mm. this and if you were the receptionist, after she puts this thing in the back of his head, she puts these five things on the table, and there's this pixelated gopher. It pops up, and he's, you know, it's like basically whack-a-mole. Oh, right. He's like, oh, my God, this is great. And she's like, okay, well, now we're going to we're gonna tweak it a little bit because you see the pure, the, the raw form. We're going to high-def it up. Mm. And it looks like a real, like almost like a, a cartoon, uh, like a high-def version of the character. Mm. So he's still banging. You get to see, like, a video camera over the shoulder kind of, like thing and he's like you see him like obviously hit nothing and then she leaves the room for a minute or like she leaves the room for a minute he runs around grabs his phone turns it on takes a photo of the thing that was that basically did the implant in the back of his head mm-hmm. and then quick shuts it because he hears the woman coming by but he never really t- shuts off his phone which 
it ties into what happens to him later on. I won't spoil it though. So after he gets done this, she's like, well, look, you just did tier one. You can go for the real, this was just kind of like to make sure that it all works and you were testing and you obviously, it, the test worked. Now we do like to try it to the next level. And the guy's like, what's the next level? She takes him to the guy who created the guy, the Asian guy, you know, mm. and basically it's, we're going to put you into a house, a haunted house. It's like, a, it's going to be like a, the reason why, you know, you're playing video games, you get that rush adrenaline, you feel good that those endorphins are mm. releasing. So can you imagine if we did it in the real world where this implant and we have virtual reality stuff or, or like augmented reality, really, mm. basically, for you to kind of experience and interact, interact with. Mm-hmm. You know, you won't be hurt, obviously, but it requires you to spend the night in this house. <laughs> okay. Where we will, you know, it will tap into your darkest fears. Like the guy's afraid of spiders. So at one point, this giant spider shows up. He's like, Ugh, like he gets wigged out. Mm. And then he talks about like there's a bad guy shows up like a killer and he's got a a face of a guy that used to bully him in high school and he's like ah you're not real ah, you know putting his hand through the guy's face and all that stuff and you're mm. like oh okay but all of a sudden it takes this in, in Black Mirror everything takes like this twisted turn yeah and that's kind of what happens it's like a, a modern day Twilight Zone okay so I will, without going into what happens it gets really fucked up and I'm like oh and I'm like. There was a, there, and then there's the twist. I was like, "Oh, that was so good!" And I was like, oh, "There's another." Oh, I was like, "Oh, I love this show." I was like, <laughs> "Now, did you see the twist coming?" No, that's see I that's mean, see that's that's a mark uh, of a true good thing because you always know like who the killer is. Of course, you always know because right. it's the guest star, right? Whatever. It's like I, yeah, I was a killer in three other things. I he's the guy. Yeah, like there's no. It had like a twist where I was like. All right, it had this natural twist where you go, all right, you know, you figure things are going to go bad anyway because it's kind of what a show it is. Yeah. But how it went bad was like, oh, that's interesting. And then after you thought something was over, to kind of spoil it a bit, it's kind of like a dream within a dream within another dream. Mm-hmm. It gets really, like, really out there. You're like, well, wait, what? What the? What? Like, <laughs> like... <laughs> There, there's like a wow. Mayor. The way you explain it, it feels like a mayor. <laughs> well, like he makes it through the heart, the the haunted house thing, right? Yeah. But he gets pulled out of it. He gets, you know, he's like he gets pulled out of it, and the woman's like, "That was only four seconds." And the guy's like, "What?" Because it literally felt like an all night thing. Because you're watching this whole hour episode, yeah, and you're thinking it's happening in real time. When she pulls the thing out, she's like, "It's only been four seconds," and the guy's like, "Oh my god." What the hell? Like, it was really weird, but then you're like, wow. But then there's like another twist to it, and you're like, ooh, that's creepy. Like, uh, <laughs> it was like, you know, they're, they're like, again, like little moral tales, because like he kind of becomes the victim of something, but it was by his own hand. Mm-hmm. You know, like his, it's, it's the, uh, his hubris caused his downfall. Okay. In a way. Yeah. So you're like, that guy, what he paid, you know, guys. Got what he asked for. Yeah. Like, fuck him. <laughs> you know? I, but again, if you have not seen the Netflix, I mean, it's a British television series on Netflix, but I think for season three, because the show got so popular on Netflix that they actually went out and was like, yo, you, yo, man, you got any more of those Black Mirror episodes? And they're like, no. They're like, well, fuck them. We're making them. Like, we know the formula. We're going to hire you guys to make more. Because it became, went from like Black Mirror to a Netflix original Black Mirror okay. oh it means there might be more because 
they're a British television series where it's like six episodes. And it's kind of like, this is six episodes, but it's like six hours. And I'm like, I can, it's not like four 20 minutes episodes. Yeah. It's like, and there's always like, it's a complete story in that hour. It's like, it's well, the thing. Like, I think British television, like sometimes what they'll do is they'll, they'll actually like stop a show for a while and yeah. then pick it up somewhere else. And then like the years later, using the same characters and all yeah. the actors who played them. And it's like, wow. Like, yeah, I can't believe because you did it, that. Because I think they got the, they, they know it's like, you know what? Too much of a good thing can be bad for you. Yeah. Like, look at the original Office. The original Office was twelve episodes and a, which was two seasons for them, mm. and a Christmas special, which kind of rounded everything off. Mm. But yet, when you get to the Americanized version, it went on for what seven, eight seven, years. Seven, yeah, I think seven. So you're seasons. like, oh, like I kind of feel like. And then, of course, some people left at one point. You're right, like, and Steve Carell left, and then the other guy got promoted, quote unquote. Yeah. So you're like. All right, well, you know, for those people who, like, I'm not saying that the Americanized version of the show wasn't great, but after a while, it gets kind of stale. Like, yeah. It's comedy, so like after a while, like I, st- I th- as much as a fan of Big Bang Theory as I was, as I was, or kind of am, I just can't be like I'm not going back on. Ooh, Thursday night Big Bang's on lay. I'm just like, oh, well, it's in syndication. I'll eventually come across it. Like, you know? <laughs> or if I ever become, if it goes off the air and I'm a huge Big Bang Theory fan, I'll buy the box set. Like, right. You know? So, but I mean, if you're not, if, if you need an option or like an opinion, like what to watch on Netflix, definitely check out Black Mirror. It's like, I can't, it's, if you're a fan of like The Sixth Sense, Twilight Zone, any of the M. Night Shyamalan movies, most of them <laughs> definitely is like I'm not saying the lady in the lake is you know a prime or airbender <laughs> the last airbender you know <laughs> I wouldn't actually say go rush right out because of those but if you like the sixth sense or like the village or or um the one with the aliens dark kind of the signs the signs yeah. signs I, mean. I saw the signs I open oh, sorry <laughs> definitely check out that series it's great Anyway, so uh, there you have it, folks. There's part one. Um, Join us in part two where Ed brings us the news. Yes. And we review Until Dawn. That's right. Many people are like, that game's old. Yeah, I know, but it's free on Netflix. Not Netflix. You know what? In part two, you'll you'll understand why we're we're talking about it. There you go. All right? In the meantime. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Yes, of, of course, thanks for listening. And if you get a chance, please go to our website our Facebook page Geeksters and give us a like follow us on Twitter at Geeksters or you can always contact Ed uh, or you can catch us on Sunday nights if you want to catch us live you got nothing to do you can catch us live on Sunday nights starting around 7.30pm Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com iTunes Radio and tune in just search on Aqua Radio those apps and as always if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show you can contact him at Ed at WordsWithGeeks.com or you can contact Sean at Sean at WordsWithGeeks.com and it's S-H-A-W-N and we'll see you in part two see you in part two I love that well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo! boo.